Welcome to episode 8 of How To CE5, where over the course of 21 episodes, we are covering 21 basic things for you to do so that you can be a great CE5 ambassador and make contact with ET. I'm Andre Cardoso, and today we'll be talking about remote viewing. Remote viewing is something that's really great to be using in the context of CE5, so let's just dive into it. What is remote viewing? Remote viewing is a special ability or an extra sense on top of the five senses that we have. In Sanskrit, we would call it a siddhi, that's S-I-D-D-H-I, which basically just means, yeah, it's a special ability that allows you to do things that are outside of the realm of the purely physical. The term remote viewing comes from the intelligence community where remote viewing has actually been studied and practiced a lot um, in different projects within the CIA and other aspects of different militaries around the world. It may more appropriately be thought of as remote sensing more broadly or seeing with the inner eye or with inner vision. You can also think about it as kind of making an interface with the all-seeing eye. So remote viewing it doesn't have to be purely visual, but you can also remotely sense things um, about a place or kind of remotely sense colors, sensations, sounds, objects. So this kind of remote viewing or remote sensing has actually been used a lot in, in secret projects within the military. There was a recent documentary that came out called Third Eye Spies that's all about how remote viewing has developed within military circles for reconnaissance, where they're trying to ascertain what might be going on at a military location of an enemy base, for example. Now, remote viewing is really useful within the context of CE5, and it's also just a great general skill to be able to develop in general life. So how do we go about learning to remote view? You can learn by using a couple of methods. Well, for one thing, there are some resources out there that you can look into. There are books, there are online courses with whole programs of practicing and developing this skill with different exercises and mentoring of, of different kinds. And then there are also a couple of methods that I've been taught personally that I'll just share with you because they're really simple and you can facilitate them yourself if you want to practice with a small group, say your CE5 group, before you choose to go out. So one of the methods to practice remote viewing is to basically have a target that you're trying to view and then check how everybody did on viewing that target. So you're kind of testing the waters and testing your ability to see. And it takes practice like anything. So the more you practice it, the better you'll get and the more accurate your views will be. One thing to note is that remote viewing is not guessing and it's not imagining. So one thing that 
you'll do when you're practicing and learning to remote view is to be able to distinguish between what thought might be a guess or uh, just an imagining thing and cue into that space where you're actually able to in a calm space of quiet awareness that you would get into in meditation, be able to go from that place into an actual remote perception of an object or a person or place. So when you're practicing, you can use a physical object or place as a target to practice on, or you can also use a mental projection as a target to practice on, which in this case would be more like telepathy, so there's it's kind of there's blurred lines between what's remote viewing and what's remote cognition, remote kind of telepathic abilities. So you can practice remote viewing by looking specifically at an object or you can remote view thoughts that are being projected by someone else. So in the first way we can practice try remote viewing an object. In this case, say you have a group of 10 people or something sitting in a circle. One person in that group will choose uh, some kind of an object to put inside of a box. And you put that in the center of the circle. And only that one person knows what is inside the box. And everybody else doesn't know what's in the box. And it's everybody else's job to remote view what's inside the box. So the circle can just sit together and have the box in the center and go into a meditation, choose whatever reference you're using as your guide for the meditation, begin to focus on the awareness of awareness itself. And from that deep, quiet place of pure awareness, just with a gentle intention, choose to see what is inside of the box whether it's the color or the texture or the meaning or written words or whatever thoughts might be associated with that thing, remote view what's inside the box. And then at the end of the session, which may take 20 to 30 minutes or so, depending on how quickly you guys are meditating, have everyone in the room, don't reveal what's was in the box yet, but have everyone in the room go around and say whatever they picked up on, what their perception was, or you can have them, you can have everybody kind of write down on a piece of paper what they saw or what they viewed. And then at the end of that, where everybody in the circle has had a chance to share, the person who chose the item to put in the box will reveal what the item was. And we can check and see how accurate everyone was in their perceptions. I've done this a couple of times with different groups and it's pretty amazing to see how accurate some of the remote views can be and how much alike the remote views are between different members of the group. So oftentimes there'll be a few people that really have a strong sense of it um, or there'll be, you know, some people will get one aspect of the thing like the color, some people will get the texture, some people will get the meaning, and then when you put all of them together, it you know, it illustrates exactly what that thing is, which is really awesome. Now, this exercise can work in a lot of different ways. It doesn't need to be like an object that is in a box. It can be an object that is somewhere else. 
You can have a specific location where you're trying to view a specific thing or trying to view um, whether there's a specific person at a certain location. Um, or, you know, you say like, there's a room in the house who's in the room right now. And you'll have some way of knowing that because you have a group of people that you're able to move around and maneuver and be able to test these things. So another way of practicing this, like I said, is by having members in the group project um, some kind of thought scenario. So for example, in a group of 10 people sitting in a circle, you might have two of those people communicate with each other outside of the circle and choose something to project out into the group, whether it's the thought of an object or the thought of an experience or the thought of an event or the thought of just an emotion, something that everybody in the group has some kind of idea for and sense of that they can imagine themselves. And once they've chosen something, come back into the group and this time when you go into a meditation for the group to be remote viewing the thing, the idea or the thought or the object or the emotion that is being projected, or it can be all of those things at once being projected by the two people who have, who are in this case, the projectors, the transmitters, you'll have basically this setup of transmitters and receivers. So during the meditation, there'll be the two people that are holding that thing in their mind. They'll be transmitting it to everybody else in the group, just in their mind, in their meditation. And then everybody else in their meditation, once they're in that quiet place of awareness, they'll just be intending to pick up on whatever is being transmitted from those transmitters. So the receivers will receive, the transmitters will transmit, and then at the end, you'll go around and check and test how everybody, you know, what everybody received during that practice session. And just go around the circle and see what everybody says. And then at the end, have the transmitters reveal what they were transmitting. And oftentimes this will be really surprising and really amazing how we actually do have these abilities. People will realize it and it's something that's really awesome to witness. The important thing with remote viewing is to practice and test yourself and always use discernment. We want to do remote viewing in a really balanced and measured way. So we're not ending up just imagining things or, or guessing at things. So you really want to use discernment, especially when a single remote view is not verified by either cross-examination with other remote viewers or with physical proof of a successful remote view. In the context of CE5, we might use remote viewing when there's a light passing overhead in the sky and we want to intend to see what that object is and discern what it might be. Whether it's a craft, what shape of the craft, how many occupants are in the craft, what they might be communicating to us. You can also use remote viewing, like I said, in the context of coherent thought sequencing. So while doing the coherent thought sequencing, gradually you'll be able to go into a space where you're actually viewing the earth and space 
and viewing extraterrestrial craft and then having and then guiding to them them to the location and you'll be able to confirm with other members of the group whether you all connected with the same group of ETs or what they might have been communicating and you just check with each other on different things that may have been picked up within remote views but like i said always use discernment and be skeptical this is something that you don't want to take lightly and you want to keep your wits about you and verify truth for yourself okay great i think that's all i'm going to talk about with in the realm of remote viewing for this episode. Thank you for listening. If you want more information or you want to listen to other episodes that I've recorded on the topic of CE5, go to ce5podcast.com. All right, take it easy, and I'll see you on the next episode.